try and ignore the egoic mind that constantly tells ourselves to filter and to play it safe. When we're playing things safe, what are we actually doing? We want people to like us. We don't want to turn people off. But it's good to turn people off because you're not for everybody. The people who want to hear from you, the people that want to consume your work, to be around you are your people who resonate with what you truly have to say. Hello and welcome to Get The Idea podcast. I was planning on recording an episode today about limiting beliefs and I still will record that episode. I spent about half an hour this morning writing down lots of points of what I wanted to discuss and then I hopped on Instagram and I saw a post by a friend of mine, Jo, and her post was so vulnerable that it really inspired me and it really moved me and I thought to myself, am I able to be just as vulnerable? And I wouldn't say I'm the most polished or the most filtered. I do try to be 100% me. But I thought to myself, I wonder if I could remove even another layer of filter from what I'm doing here and just try to press record and just really, truly not plan anything and be completely myself and talk about what comes to mind. Because I think what Joe's doing... And, and here's what she did. She just went on Instagram as herself and didn't plan. She's bringing a new class to Lisbon and she was just talking about being silly and raw and vulnerable. And in real time as she was talking, she was also talking about the internal dialogue that was going on in her head at the same time, which was really interesting. So as she was talking, she was saying, you know, my ego right now is screaming, you've said too much, you're speaking too long, stop it. And it was mesmerising. I watched the entire thing. At the moment when I go on Instagram, I find that I'm scrolling and nothing can really hold my attention for longer than a few seconds, um, even if it's something really funny. But then when Jo came up on my feed this morning, she was talking for probably, I don't know, must have been about 10 minutes, and I watched the whole thing. So isn't that interesting? A big part of me and a big part, I think, of every human being that just wants to witness another human being being real and vulnerable. That's what inspired me to come on today and and just speak and just talk about being real. It's a very difficult thing to do because I think when you're putting yourself and your work out into the world, if you don't filter it to a certain extent or pre-plan what you're going to say the ego automatically will tell you it's not good enough. And the not good enoughness, like, where's that even coming from? Good enough for what? Good enough for who? Where's the level that says, oh, this is good enough now, you can go and put this out there? And then now, as I'm speaking in real time, I'm experiencing that same feeling that Joe was talking about. I have a running commentary in the back of my mind now saying, okay, Lisa, but where's this going? How is this helpful? You should probably wrap it up now or why don't you go and find some other points that you can talk about that will be more interesting. So I'm just witnessing that right now and finding it really interesting. And I'm keen to keep practising this to see where it goes, to see how it feels, to see if that discomfort internally would shift at some point or whether it would always be there. I don't know because I've never tried it. I don't think any of us try it long enough. I don't think any of us know what it really truly feels like anymore to be completely raw and put yourself in front of people being completely raw, but I feel like this is what the world needs right now more than ever. 
So it's great what Joe's doing and I want to be in that space also. Not saying that I'm not going to prepare my episodes or, or whatever, but just try to be a little more present let go a little bit more about what my mind thinks that people want to hear and allow for the messiness a little bit more and things to come up that need to come up. So I suppose if you're listening to this and you've got this far, wondering if you could do the same, if you could allow yourself to be seen a little bit more, be a bit more real, a bit more honest, a bit more vulnerable to what it is to be a human being in this time what it is to be a human being creating in a space that depending on how you're sharing your work or in what capacity, how would it feel to be completely yourself and to feel the freedom of that and to be received by people, for other people to truly see you like I saw Joe today, saw her reflected back in me and inspired me to want more of that energy. As opposed to, you know, when we're online and we see the beautiful, sexy, amazing people with the most amazing lifestyles and we're tricked into believing that we actually want that because it looks good. But do we really want it? I don't think so. Because it's not enough for us. It's just one facet of who we are, how we look. And it gets very boring very quickly. Depth of being a human being, depth of sharing, the realness of people speaking truths is addictive. It draws you in. Like I said, I watched 10 minutes of Joe's video. She wasn't saying anything new. She wasn't saying anything profound, but it was profound because it connected me to what's true, to what's real, what's important. So let's try and be a little bit more connected to each other. Let's try and be more gentle with ourselves when we're expressing who we truly are. Let's try and ignore the egoic mind that constantly tells ourselves to filter and to play it safe. When we're playing things safe, what are we actually doing? We, we want people to like us. We don't want to turn people off. But it's good to turn people off because you're not for everybody. The people who want to hear from you, the people that want to consume your work, to be around you are your people who resonate with what you truly have to say. And I suppose it's also cultivating the belief within yourself that there are people out there that do want to hear what you have to say. So you don't have to go chasing those other people that don't want to hear from you and focus on those other people that aren't interested. Focus on the people that are interested and that are connecting with you and connecting to your work. I think when I started this podcast, I fell instantly into that trap of wanting a big pool of people to like what I'm sharing and what I'm doing. And when you have that in mind, you naturally filter out the things that are a bit too much. So there's certain things I've wanted to say so far, and I haven't, because they'd be divisive, and they could turn some certain people off. So I didn't say it. But I don't think I can do that for much longer because if you keep doing that, you just become this other version of yourself that isn't you. You become this other version of yourself that's very vanilla. And okay, so you'd get a bigger pool of people that think you're okay, but you won't get people who really, really resonate with you because you're watering yourself down. When you water yourself down, you're reducing the impact that you can have on the world. If you think about people that have made a huge impact in the world, that have made a real difference, they're quite divisive people. 
They're not people that sit on the fence. They're not people whose goal is primarily to be liked. They're people who are speaking so passionately from their heart, from their viewpoint, from their beliefs, from the lens that they're looking through. And other people are seeing them and hearing that and saying, yes, more of that. I stand with this person. So for Joe today, when I saw her being vulnerable, some people wouldn't like that. Some people would find that vulnerability triggering and be like, oh, why is she doing that? Like there'd be judgment there. For me, I was like, oh yes, that feels so freeing. And I want more of that too. I want to be free to show up without a filter, without a plan, without a agenda, just to be me, talk about my experience and help in any way I can with the skills that I have. And by doing that, I think I'll inspire other people to do the same, which is my biggest dream. My biggest dream is for women to feel connected to the truth of what I have to say so it unlocks something within themselves so they feel brave enough and have the courage to speak up also. And I don't have to worry about forcing that to happen because I think that the more I can allow myself to be open and vulnerable, the more I can get closer and closer to expressing the truth of who I am and get closer and closer to just doing the work that I want to do in my way, that will naturally happen. But I've noticed the more I try and control and plan and control the outcome of the content that's coming out of my mouth, it feels further away from who I am. Because even when I'm planning and I'm writing my points down for the podcast, it's very difficult to get away from the pull of the egoic mind saying, this is what people want to hear about. This is what people really want to know. But who am I to say? I don't know. Who am I to say this is what people really want to hear about? So why am I trying to control something I don't know? I may as well relax a little bit more, think less, and speak more from my heart. This sounds really trite. Anyway, this, this is the ego talking, but anything amazing that's ever happened in my life has come from making decisions from my heart and not from my head. And sometimes those decisions have been so big and so scary, but they've been the most life-changing and profound. I can't describe it. The decisions from the heart, they don't come from a logical place. It's like when you fall in love with someone and it's someone that the brain, your head says, that's not my type or that's not the person that I was supposed to be with. But who is this person saying I'm supposed to be with that person? That's the ego. That's the thinking mind trying to find it. But the heart knows what the heart wants. The heart's saying yes. And it's the same in all relationships, friendships. You know when a friendship is dying out, even if the logical mind doesn't understand why. It's like, oh, on paper, everything's fine, but I'm just not feeling it anymore. And you can't explain it, but you've just got to listen to it because it's an energetic thing. You know, the heart is the first organ to form in the fetus. The heart's there before the brain is. The heart leads. And then as we get older, we let the brain take the lead. And we put the heart in the back seat through fear. And all sorts of things, I suppose. But we learn to, for me at least, as I grew older, I learned to not trust myself more. And lead with the head and this is going back to what I started out talking about with the vulnerability and sharing yourself online the vulnerable side of you that amazing part of you that people want to see that's all heart-led 
the egoic, the controlling side, the filters, the Instagram filters and the pre-scripted, pre-edited lifestyle reels. That's all head. That's all egoic head stuff. And that's what I think 90% of stuff on social media is. I come back to social media a lot because it's a big part of our lives. It's a massive part of our lives right now. Bigger than we probably even realise or give credit for. If you've noticed, when people talk about starting a business or want to share themselves, the, the first thing they go to in their mind is social media. Like, I have to have a following. People created businesses before social media. People carved out very successful lives for themselves before social media. But we put social media as the, again, on the, on the pedestal. I have to have that first. I have to have approval first. I have to have the following first and then, and then I can relax and then I can create my business and then I can blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, we're not willing to go on social media and be truly ourselves to grow that following, an authentic following that people would actually connect with that part of you that's actually you. So sometimes we can put ourselves into this trap of, I need to build a following, again, thinking mind, and it needs to be perfect. So I need to create this perfect version of myself so people like the perfect me and then I'll be happy and then and then and then. But even if you spend a shit ton of time, because it does take a shit ton of time to grow a following, a sustainable following on social media, you can obviously go viral and get a following very quickly with lots of people eyeing a few of your videos, but if you don't maintain that, people aren't fully engaged with who you are long term. It'll just be a viral thing. Growing virally, you can lose your following just as fast as you gained it. But if you want to take that time to build a sustainable following and it's based on a fake foundation of who you truly are, that's not sustainable either. And you can put yourself in this trap of having a shit ton of people watching what you're doing and looking at what you're doing but it's not congruent with who you actually are as a person. So if you're starting out in the beginning, which is what this podcast is all about, you have an idea, you want to start something. If you're in a position where you haven't even started yet, this is great. Because my advice to you, if you're starting something that requires a lots of people to consume your work, so this is probably I'm speaking specifically to like content creators, or if you're in the online space, and you are growing a social following or writing a blog or you even want to grow a following so that people read your book like a non-fiction book it talks about something that you want to help people with start by being you start exploring that and showing up authentically and show up messy and be who you are because people will connect with the truth of who you are and it will not only be more sustainable you will have so much joy from doing it because people are connecting with, with you and it won't drain you either. When we're trying to pretend to be someone else, we get into this space of over-editing ourselves and over-planning and it's exhausting. So I'm making the decision moving forward from this point to practice being more me, less guarded, less filtered, I am in awe of Joe's vulnerable uh, showing up today and I'm not quite there yet 
on Instagram. I'm not even sure if I want to be that vulnerable on Instagram because Instagram's not really my thing. My vulnerability, I think, is showing up here in this space. It feels more aligned for me. But maybe if I do show up on Instagram more, I'm certainly inspired to be even less filtered than I have been. And I'm interested to see how that feels and how that changes things. I'm interested to see what direction this podcast goes in the more I can check in with myself and be freer in what I'm saying and less self-censoring and less planning. So this has been an interesting one today. An interesting experiment for myself and yeah, it feels good. It feels good. So I invite you to do the same. Come along with me and see how it feels to just be yourself. As we come to the end of another episode, I want to remind you that the only way to make your dream a reality is through consistent action. You have to keep showing up, and this is no easy task, which is why I'm here three times a week inspiring you to align with your purpose, act with intention, and start making shit happen. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe and spread the love. Share it with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have an idea you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in my coaching, I'm currently offering one-on-one online sessions. You can drop me an email at lisahorgan at pm.me to book a free introductory session. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thank you.